It's the class of 1980. 40, 40, 40 years. It is hard to believe that it has been 40 years since we, the class of 1980, from the thriving metropolis of Greencastle, Pennsylvania, actually graduated. So I, I was I was shocked whenever I saw the Facebook page announcing the 40-year reunion. I, uh, time somehow has slipped past me, and I hadn't thought of it in those terms. But the coronavirus has me uh, somewhat quarantined inside. Uh, the business clients I work for are basically closed down. And I thought, what better way than to try to connect with some people who would agree to be interviewed, find out where they've been, what they've been doing, and uh, maybe get uh, a heads up on the evening. There's only so much time in one evening and you can't connect with everyone. And I know everyone will not agree to this, but I thought I would start with the chairman of the organizing committee, Bill Stoller, who I was friends with in high school. So here we go. I'm Dean Martin, and this is Interviews with the Class of 1980. So I, th- I, st- I thought I would start with Bill Stoller. So Bill, thanks for uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me today. How are you doing? Good, Dean, and thank you for uh, going to the effort to to make this possible. Um, I think this is a it's a really neat thing to do, and I hope others will jump in and share their experiences over the last 40 years as well and bring us up to speed. Right. Well, we'll see if, if anyone care if, if nobody. Uh, if nobody else agrees to it, we'll know that nobody found value in it. But just give us a thousand-foot overview of where you've been, what you've done the last 40 years. Where have you lived? What celebrities do you know? <laughs> just whatever you want to tell us. Yeah, right. Well, you know, it, it is it is neat because I don't think I realized until we started discussing this 40-year thing. And uh, when, I, when you mentioned that you would uh, want to uh, talk to me like this, I started to fill in the you know at first i didn't think there was a whole lot to it and then as i filled in the gaps i'm like wow it's kind of it's kind of nice and uh, i think uh, hopefully all of us will take this time to reflect back on the last 40 years and you know the good the bad the ugly and everything in between and i, I do believe the the events that we're currently going through right now um it's causing us to reflect and uh you know reassess what's important and uh Certainly, our classmates and our friends and our family and stuff like that uh, is certainly important. And I think it um, it it really it, it we've this this has certainly gotten our attention. So, um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I live in Greencastle. I haven't lived in Greencastle the whole time. I've bounced around a few. Um, between Chambersburg and Greencastle, so I I didn't wander very far, but as many of you know, I um I I spent my time at uh, most my whole career at Letterkenny Army Depot. Um, I made the decision when I was fourteen or fifteen to take electronics at Votech after starting out with uh, college prep or wherever they called it. And I, you know, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to go to college. But as as I got closer to graduation, um, the economy reminded me a lot like it is now. It, it, it seemed to me like a lot of people were going to college at the time. And if you really didn't know what you wanted to do, it, it maybe wasn't the, the greatest thing to do. And I, and I have to admit, too, that I, like a lot of kids, I probably was in a hurry to make money and buy cars and, you know, so... I can't deny that 
the car culture and uh, that kind of stuff uh, kind of caused me to do that. But electronics was something that, you know, it certainly wasn't anything like it is now. And I remember, I remember taking a trip to Corning and I think Rick Schutz dad gave us a tour on a class trip or something. He worked in the data processing department and it was that point that I started to see the computers were going to be the thing. And I knew that if I got a job in electronics, that that was going to be maybe the way the future was going to go. And it, it worked out pretty good. So I worked at Letterkenny for 39 years and I just retired a few years ago at 55 and very nice um, that 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 worked out well I'm one of the <laughs> few people that are, I'm, I'm on the old system you're gonna have to work longer if you work for the government now but that that part worked out good but but to fill in a few gaps after high school um, well one of the things that I that I appreciate as I look back because I was in, uh, I guess I was in the band section. Did they call it A2 or I was always in A2. And I think I was in, I was, you know, I was in with the college prep kids and, you know, I got to be friends with guys like Colin Myers and, uh, Chuck Ryan, Chuck Ryan, uh, yourself. Ed Fowl. Did I saw Ed Fowl on Facebook. Ed Fowl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a nuclear engineer or something. He's, uh, yeah. 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 So I was in there with all the smart guys. And, and girls. And then I, uh, you know, the band people, I wasn't in the band. And, you know, looking back, I kind of envied the band people. They had such a, there was such a sense of fraternity with them that I kind of, uh, I envied them. But I got to be friends with them as well. And then when I went to Votech, of course, now I got to be, you know, a lot more of the, the car guys, the motorheads and that kind of stuff. And, uh, so I feel like I've had a, a that was a good experience looking back at it. Um, I didn't go to college and have that that four year experience would, or the military for that matter um, that would have been uh, kind of neat. But uh, the other experience and the thing that uh, was a big part of growing up was uh, I was part of that Sunnyway Donner fraternity, and I believe that's where we got to know each other rather well. Indeed, indeed. We you, uh, a lot of a lot of crazy car stuff happened at ten o'clock when Sunnyway Diner closed down. Yeah, that 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 was a good one, Dean. Uh, we'll we'll have to expand on that one in another edition someday. Right. Um, the the most fun I remember is the uh, whenever it snowed, we would hang on the back of somebody's bumper and and go down Williamson Avenue uh, on yeah, our feet, well, skating on our feet. What? What a great idea that was! What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, what could, yeah, what could go wrong there? But I really, I really do appreciate the uh, the the Sunnyway Diner years, and I I've often thought that we need to have uh, some type of reunion with that gang of people too. And who knows? Maybe through Facebook we can do that. But uh, maybe, I'd, but you know, probably not all of us lived the way we uh, drove back then. Uh, we might not be around anymore. Right, right. Yeah, no seatbelts. Oh, gosh, that's another story. Anyway. Um, but any, anyway, uh, the other thing that I did um, after I graduated, of course, you know, I'm working letter Kenny and I'm making money right away. And, uh, I'm still living at home. Well, um, I decided I wanted to go racing. I, I, I always enjoyed NASCAR and I enjoyed dirt track racing at Hagerstown and Williamsgrove. But, you know, it's way too expensive, and I didn't really have the expertise to do it, but I went go-kart racing for a few years. And go-karts, nice. at the time, you could spend $2,000, go fast, and uh, 
and uh, we raced at a place called uh, Hunterstown over around Gettysburg, and uh, I raced at Williams Grove, Hagerstown, and Winchester, which seems crazy. They would probably never let you race these go-karts on those big tracks. They're half-mile tracks, and they allowed us to go like 70 miles an hour. Well, to make it a short, uh, yeah, make a long story short, I did that for two years, but I ended up getting hurt really bad at Williams Grove. I broke the vertebrae in my neck, broke my shoulder, and I got better, and it took me 12 weeks to, to heal, and then I went back and did it again, raced for about three more weeks, and then got hurt at that short track in Hunterstown, shattered the collarbone, and that was the end of that. So <laughs> that was the end of my racing career as far as driving. Well, after that, I you know, did like most people. I got married, had children. Yeah, speaking we of had, which, uh, how, many, how many kids do you have? How many grandkids? I have... Two daughters. They're both in the military. I don't see them a whole lot because one's in Okinawa, Japan. She's a nurse in the Navy. Wow. And unfortunately, she's getting drawn into action, I believe, right now with the, uh, you know, the, the coronavirus. But, uh, right. you know, as far as I know, she's doing okay. The other kid is living in Las Vegas, and she's piloting drones for the Air Force. Nice. She's served time in Afghanistan, and uh, she's an officer as well. I'm very proud of her. And uh, she's married to a guy that's uh, trained to be an F-16 pilot in Phoenix, Arizona. So I got all kinds. I tell people I want to grow up and be like my kids. There you go. Someday. So has she been to but, Area 51 or since she's near Las Vegas? That's near Area 51. I, no, but she's out in a, a place called Creech. That's where if you've seen the movie, what is the movie about the drones? Uh, oh, Helen Mirren is in it. Um, Eye in the Sky. Okay. And it shows the, the the pilots, you know, they they operate out in the middle of the desert at this secret location. And yeah, she's she can't tell me a whole lot about it, I but I know she's uh, it's it's cool stuff. But um, yeah. Um, so hobbies, that, that's you, you started doing. to talk about photography. I know, I know uh, that's one of your biggest uh, one of your biggest hobbies. Okay. Have well, you? yes, photography has always been a big thing, and. Uh, when I wasn't racing the go-kart, actually, when I was hurt, then I went back to shooting pictures at the races and selling the pictures to <laughs> some of the competitors. But uh, but after the racing thing, I did get married. And uh, uh, and then these two children I have, uh, they were with me. You know, well, I'm married to Lori Kell now. Lori Kell is one of our classmates. And um, we just got married in 2017, but I spent a long time, I guess I was married before until like around 2000 and, and um, um, I was single for a long time. But in that period of time, as the kids grew up and they, um, you know, didn't need me anymore, I got back into photography and I did weddings for about seven years and uh, I'm thankful that I did that. I, was able to make some money and, and buy some equipment. But around 2009, I got back into racing photography because that's what I really love to do. Right. And, um, I started shooting for this, uh, vintage racer group. They race old cars and, um, it's, it's kind of a big thing. Vintage racing is, uh, it's pretty big. A lot of people don't know about it, but they race these old cars. A lot of these guys collect these cars from the, anywhere from the pre-war era all the way up to the seventies. And they race them in places like the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix, Watkins Glen, Summit Point, West Virginia, um, New Jersey, Virginia International Raceway. And anyway, I travel 
uh, I did like 15 events last year, traveled 8,000 miles. Wow. And, um, it was, it, it's, it's fun. I enjoyed a lot. I shoot for a magazine called vintage motorsport and you can find them at vintage motorsport.com. I have a website. It's billstoller.com and, uh, thousands of pictures if you enjoy racing pictures um check it out but um that's what i've been doing for the last 10 years and uh but right now i'm parked because all the uh all the all the (laughs) events are are canceled for this year so far and uh anyway it gave me a chance to talk to you and um that's uh and i'm catching up on a lot of things like um backing up all my data for the last 10 years that I haven't been able to, to do. And, um, I'm looking for another piece of paper. Where was I at? Oh, here we go. I'm going through, uh, I'm going through my recording studio and packing up, putting all the gear that I haven't used in the last, uh, five years on eBay and selling it. So that's, that's <laughs> the organization that I'm doing. Oh, that, <laughs> I got, yeah, that's I right. got pieces of equipment in here underneath the, stuff that I'd forgotten. I had a, you know, buy a new piece, pull it out of the rack and uh, mm-hmm. set it to the side. So I'm selling yeah. all my old stuff. I yeah. need some kind of income. I got <laughs> business is just, um, uh, you know, the, I do computer networking. And so the businesses mm-hmm. I work for are closed. don't want to spend any money. So mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's pretty lean times. Um, I feel very blessed that this happened at this time, like after I'm retired, because I'm not depending the, the, the racing income basically just, pays for the equipment that I, that I use, but I'm not, you know, I don't try to right. make a living right. doing it. So I'm lucky to do that. Um, the, the one thing I might mention that was people, some people might find interesting was I did do, uh, NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA, sports car racing stuff for a few years. And I, while I really enjoyed that, that was my thing. I, I really wanted to maybe get a job, uh, part-time job doing that after I retired. But I found that the vintage racing community is just a lot more laid back and fun. Um, the thrill of shooting NASCAR at Watkins Glen was neat. Um, a lot of people might not realize if you're not into racing, they did race the Baltimore Grand Prix. The Indy cars raced through the streets of Baltimore for three years from 2011, 2012, 2013. And they raced right around the Inner Harbor. And that was the most incredible event i ever covered and i i'm so sorry that that didn't work out but it really really was a neat event anytime you're racing in the streets of a city uh it doesn't even matter who's winning or 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 how competitive the cars are the fact is it it was it was like a three-day motorsport festival in the streets of a, a major city and that that was that was probably the the most fun I've ever had, and um, it, it was most memorable. How hard um, is it to get a? How hard is it to get a, a, a press pass for a NASCAR? It is extremely difficult, <laughs> and I was very lucky to get hooked up with uh, Bob Steele, the guy that used to. You ever hear his name in the Greencastle? Uh, the, yeah, what W A Y Z? Oh, okay. He, yeah. Anyhow, he was doing Old Home Week, or no, not Old Home Week, the Christmas Parade one day, and I heard him talk about his race car at Summit Point, so I met him, and he was part of a a, a radio show that was a, a weekly radio show at the time out of Washington, D.C., called In the Pits Media, 
or in the pits.com. And uh, they had a show on every week. Well, I got credentials through them. So it was kind of a chance meeting nice. with Bob Steele that really gave me that, that chance. And, oh, my gosh, I'm, <laughs> I'm so blessed. The last race I did last year was I did go to Texas and did the Texas NASCAR race. And uh, it was okay. But, um, you know, as you know, the, the NASCAR thing just has suffered. And they, those uh, oval track races aren't nearly as fun as the um, – I love the street course. The street courses and the um, and the road courses, like Watkins Glen, is the biggest NASCAR event. You go up there, and there's a hundred thousand people in the infield at that that road course. And you go to Texas, and I bet there wasn't thirty people, thirty thousand people in a in a stand in in a in a coliseum or whatever wow. or a stadium that could, could hold a hundred thousand a few years ago. So actually, uh, was- road motorcycles at Watkins Glen, a California Superbike School came. Uh, east one year and i saw it advertised in a magazine i'd always raced dirt bikes and i uh, thought i want to buy a street bike and so the easiest way or the the best way i thought to learn would be to uh to go to a racing school so i i love wow i love seeing that track you know when i see that track on tv now i mm-hmm. i know all the turns and stuff and uh uh, yeah, great, uh, road courses are, seems like would be a lot better place to, uh, to photograph. Yeah, and I'd like to just remind people that live in this area. Uh, Summit Point, West Virginia, is an, is is a incredible track. It's only about an hour south, and it's a it's a real it's it's not Watkins Glen because the the, the NASCAR and stuff doesn't race there, but it's a first class facility. And uh, hey, for it's a lot a lot of different events there. Obviously, right. not right now, but I would suggest to check them out. Google it and. Uh, and make the trip down there. We're, we're lucky. There's people that drive from all over the country to, to come to summit point. And, uh, we're lucky to have that track around here. So people like that kind of thing, check it out. So just to, um, uh, I don't want this to get too long, but maybe a couple other things, interesting, most interesting place you've vacationed or visited. Of course you've been all over racing, but have you been overseas anywhere? No, I've never been overseas yet. I did have a chance. Oh my gosh, this was, and I guess this is not going to happen this year. Because I shoot these races, I've become friends with some of these guys, and they, they'll, you know, just you become friends with them. I had a guy earlier this year offer to pay my expenses to go to the Le Mans Classic in France. Wow. And it was going to happen in July. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen now, but I maybe, maybe someday I can. Um, We'll call back and we'll talk about that experience if that ever happens. But I'd say I'd say if that would have happened, that would have been the coolest experience. But now I, I got to travel for uh, Letterkenny, but I never I never went overseas. I could have, I just didn't want to. But um, I enjoyed um, uh, visiting California, uh, you know, Los Angeles, um, that area. For I was out there for school and I got to see uh, Long Beach Harbor, the Queen Mary, the uh, uh, yeah, well, the Howard Hughes, um, the big plane. Oh, okay. The Spruce, the Spruce Goose. That yeah. was really cool. You're a, skin, yeah, I, you're a skinny guy, so I know you. I know you're not a uh, a big eater. But favorite restaurants or foods? Well, I'd say Watkins Glen, the 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 little village of Watkins. I love the wineries and stuff at Watkins Glen. And I'm the type of guy you give me a a pub, a good pub with a burger, and that's you know better than the airport in for me. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot of nice wineries up through uh, New York State, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Watkins Glen's another one. If you haven't visited Watkins Glen, there's a lot more to Watkins Glen than the racetrack. Right. 
the gorge up there is just stunning. What's what, what's, a, what's a standout memory from high school? The standout memory from high school, I hate to say it, but it's got to be the Sunnyway Diner years. <laughs> it's, I think uh, I think the, the fun we had at Sunnyway Diner is probably the, the biggest one. Um, I, I do recall, and I've never been able to – I think I'm not making this up. I believe that Kicks, the band Kicks, played at our at a dance at our school when they were called The Shoes. S H O O Z E, and I think I remember that, but I don't have any pictures of that. But yeah, the shoes—they were called the shoes before they were um, kicks. Called kicks, and I remember yeah. that. Yeah, about ten years after high school, um, I got into uh, sound reinforcement and, and audio. Stood, of course, I'm mm-hmm. still into that. But got to be friends with uh, Parker Bandy in Chambersburg and he ran mm-hmm. a sound reinforcement company and he did kicks, uh, concerts. So I did back house sound for a couple, uh, uh, kicks concerts, which was uh, great fun, but uh, man, that's a lot of work hauling, hauling speakers around and setting up, uh, and then tear down. But anyway, that's my story. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get your story in here. I'm telling mine. Well, I think that story is very similar. Uh, I think most people that, uh, you know, a lot of people like photography and like motorsports, like myself. When I was a kid, I always wanted to do photography and, and work like those. I wanted to wear the, the photographer's vest and shoot from behind the, the guardrails and stuff like that. And I don't think people realize until you do it how much work it is and how difficult it is. And I believe it's the same way with everybody wanting to help with a rock band or right. being a, a roadie. Oh, my gosh. That's I I I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, as I get older, I realize how much work some of this stuff is. You know, it always looks glamorous on the outside, but I'd love to go along and uh, haul your equipment around, but I see you have your wife do that for you. So I wouldn't want to hone in on her, uh, on her job there. Yes. I have to admit, uh, mention too, I don't have any grandchildren yet, but Lori has, um, she had three girls and she has seven grandchildren. She, her kids are spread all over the world. Like mine too. Uh, she has one daughter that lives in El Paso, Texas, one daughter lives in Dallas, Fort Worth, and the other daughter lives with, and they're all married, uh, in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So we do, when you talk about um, traveling, that's that's where we spend our time traveling. Gotcha. So. We have six grandchildren. Unfortunately, three of them, my son-in-law um, has the, has the uh, virus. He got it at work. And oh. so they're on lockdown. Uh, so we haven't seen them for uh, a week now. It'll be another week and a half, probably. Uh, they're quarantined, so it it hasn't been much fun. Uh, the whole Corona thing. I hope this thing gets better, you know, quicker than. And I hope everybody stays safe, and that we're able to. We're all able to get together in October, and then we can look back and say, "Wow, I'm glad we made it through that." And maybe we're uh, maybe we're better people as a result of it. Maybe it'll draw us all closer together. Yeah, maybe. In the, in the short term, it's got me frustrated and uh, kind of at my wit's end, but hopefully I'll become a better person uh, later on. Any regrets uh, as you look back? I think the only regret I have about the high school years, I wish I would have spent more time participating in things at school. You know, while it's all fun and games to talk about the fact that, you know, I, I would, obviously I was in a hurry to make money and I was, you know, went to Votech and, and that worked out very well for me, but I, you know, it, 
when you go to Votech, you're away from homeschool and uh, you, you just, I wasn't involved in the yearbook committee or the band or anything like that. And I, I do, I wish I'd have spent more time being a kid in school. I was in too big of a hurry to be an adult, but uh, I, um, that that's my biggest regret. And I, I think some of that was working too. You know, I worked after school uh, and while I wouldn't want to trade the Sunnyway Diner years, um, it, it does when you're working, it does take time away from, you know, being in the band or other activities that I might've, uh, been otherwise involved in. We needed money. So. We wanted fast cars, man. Yeah, that's it. That's what, yeah. <laughs> I had no, yeah. I had no interest in anything else but making money to buy <laughs> cars right. and parts and fast that's motors. Yeah. So, All right. Well, thanks, Dean. I don't want to keep you anymore. I appreciate you taking a few minutes. And, and, I, and I hope other people will do this, too, because I want to hear their stories. I hope so, too. All right, Bill. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Dean. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye. Well, now you know Bill's story. We would like to hear your story. Uh, get in touch with me on Facebook or through the alumni group page. Uh, instead of sitting at home worrying about the coronavirus, we will get on Skype together, and you can tell me about your last 40 years hope to hear from as many people as possible as many of you as feel comfortable sharing and um, i think we'll get some interesting stories thanks a lot